0: Hello everyone, this is Marta and this is Anna and this is You've Got 5 Options show. Yes, and this is the third episode of the challenge that we were already discussing two episodes ago, an episode ago. Definitely, yes. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) We We agree. Okay, so guys, we have to tell you that we are recording in a different recording studio right now because they have decided to ban us from the radio. Yeah, they throw us out. We are fired.
1: No, you are hearing this on the radio so don't worry. Okay, fine. so we,
0: okay, we are fine but because of some technical issues we have to uh, we have to re-record the third episode and we are in a totally different studio. Wasn't it more like psychological issues that we had to do it again more than <laughs> technical? I, w- I would say that we always have psychological issues uh, but uh, this time I think we just didn't really have the time in the in the studio because you know in the radio there are different shows and we have a we have a special time slot to record things and I think something went wrong. but I, I don't want to go back there. it's a dark place. okay.
1: Nevertheless, guys, we are in an awesome studio now mm-hmm. So we hope that,
0: you know, the audio that you are hearing now will blow your minds. Yes, we do hope so. And we have a different technician this time. Uh, Lasse couldn't make it today also because we didn't tell him. (laughs) But outside of this, uh, as we are not in our regular radio uh, studio, we have a different technician. His name is, what's his name? He comes by different names, so maybe he can tell us. Yes. Hello. Can you hear us? Can you say what your name is? My name? Yes.
2: My name is Daventry.
0: Daventry. Okay. So this is our technician for tonight. And maybe we will be lucky enough uh, that he will actually join in solving the challenge. Yeah, we are quite lucky with Lasse.
1: He has been really a value added to our podcast. Definitely. So So,
0: no pressure, Daventry. But you have a big shoes to fill.
2: Okay. Well, I, I will try my best.
0: Okay. So as you might remember, we were actually uh, solving a challenge that was sent to us by an anonymous guy that we decided to call Paul. And his challenge was about lack of inspiration due to exhaustion. I guess that's the bottom line. But I think Marta will just uh, remind you what the challenge was.
1: Yes. So the challenge goes... I'm a musician. Music is my passion and something that I truly love doing. I was working in the music industry before and it brought me great satisfaction. But then my life changed. I moved to another country, got married, then divorced, and currently I am co-parenting my six-year-old boy. I have also a full-time employment that is not connected with music, but it allows me to pay the bills. My challenge is that after I go back from work and then take care of my son, I feel tired. I don't really feel like doing anything music related. I don't have time to work on it and my creativity is not there. My question is, how do I get back to creating and recording music
0: while most of the time I feel exhausted and uninspired? Boom. That's a tough one. And we have already discussed two options, if you remember. And if you don't, please go to our YouTube channel. You have to just go to YouTube and put uh, You've Got Five Options in a search window. And then this is where we are. Yeah.
1: Or if you are more of a podcast listener, you can also find our podcast on your app or listen to it directly at our
0: website, thefiveoptions.com. Yeah, it's a cool website, by the way. It's really nice. And um, I I think you should just visit. Yeah, the self-appreciation
1: has kicked in because Anna has made the website all by herself. A little bit, but
0: it's a cool website. It's an awesome website. Thank you, Marta. Amen. Fist bump. Thank you. You are so kind. Well, but we have discussed already two options. And the first one was uh, to basically check if your tiredness is somehow connected with physical well-being. I think this is one of the first things you have to check, right? Yeah, uh, I usually if you're like
1: physically unwell and you're tired, it sounds like a good connection to me. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, I, I, I think that we actually discussed quite a lot of topics. And guys, you know, we get this challenge, they are anonymous. So we really don't know from where Paul is, but we are from Denmark. So we know that here... Uh, Even due to the weather and lack of sun, a very basic thing like D-vitamin can be an issue and you can get really, really tired because you don't have enough of it. Yeah, and we
1: really did talk a lot about it in our first episode. So if you look for a medical
0: advice (laughs) that is not (laughs) at all uh, backed up by any medical uh, knowledge, then please go to the first podcast. And then we also discussed about setting up a vision of yourself in the future And uh, that was the second option. And it was connected with something that we discussed lately quite a lot with many of our podcasts, right? Yeah. Setting up a vision for yourself is quite a powerful thing. Yeah. And I think that it's uh, so powerful that many people are not doing this because they are afraid of the power that it contains.
1: Yeah, or they just haven't thought about it. But once we talk to people, they are really like, oh, yeah, I should definitely go and check what my vision is.
0: Yeah, remember that time when we asked Lasse what is his uh, vision of himself in two years. And he was like, that's a really good question. And when someone answers to you, that's a really good question. It normally means that he doesn't know what to answer. No, he uh, answered like, mm, 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 mm. Uh, Actually, that's true. But then he said that that is a really good question, Daventry. Do you have a vision of yourself?
2: Yeah, the, the time has come. So I will be a glorious and shiny god in two years.
0: A shiny god in two years? Okay. Yeah, I'm
2: becoming a. a <clears throat> I'm becoming a deity. A, a what? What? A god. A <laughs> god. Yeah. Okay. That, that's... No, I have a clear vision of myself in two years. Okay. Yeah.
0: That's that's something that is a. Uh, Believe it or not but quite unusual I would say.
2: Yeah, yeah. I mean I mean I'm 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 focused. Okay. I'm going for what I want.
0: So we have a technician that is focused on what he wants. That's actually a good good thing and very refreshing but most of us we don't know. So um Paul if you have listened to our two first episodes and we think you did we hope that you made this exercise when we ask you to set up a vision uh, for yourself. So who do you want to be? in two years or in in three years or in five years. And now we are going to option number three, which is stop complaining and start dreaming. And now, uh, Marta, why do you think dreaming is important?
1: Well, I think you are more of the one that knows why dreaming is so important, Mm -hmm. but I can tell you why stopping to complain is important. Okay, then tell (laughs) me why
0: stop. Well, what do we mean by stop complaining? Because of course, Paul have mentioned, I am tired, I'm exhausted. I don't think it was like straightforward complaining, but I think many times we just get cornered in those, you know, like... Uh, circles of like, yeah, I'm so tired. I'm so exhausted. I don't have time. And uh, it can be dangerous. It definitely can be dangerous. And uh, sometimes we
1: are like, you know, I just can't make it. I have uh, a job and I have a child and I don't have any time to make it work. But if you actually start doing it, you start getting motivated because you get more energy because you're doing what you love doing.
0: Yeah, that's actually, that's quite how it is, to be honest. Yeah, it's
1: just very difficult to break out of that vicious circle, you know, because you haven't been doing what you love too much. So you feel exhausted because it's more about duty. But if you actually manage to get yourself out of that vicious circle and you are just like, okay, I'm just going to do it and you give yourself a chance to do it, you'll actually most likely get some, you know, extra energy because you have finally done what brings you energy, what you love doing.
0: I, I actually totally agree. And I think that we will elaborate a little bit on how to start doing things you really love to do in option number four, which will talk about routines and habits. But uh, Marta, any last tips about how to stop complaining? Well, basically, complaining is something very dangerous
1: because it has a lot of like these negative uh, formulations. Mm-hmm. And if we repeat something that is negative, you know, oh, I'm so tired, there is no way that you can feel in any different way because you repeat it over and over again it's like I'm so tired I'm exhausted so you are not even giving yourself a chance to feel in a different way so that's why complaining is so tricky because you are
0: feeding your vicious circle okay I agree and have you have you ever been in this situation well I'm just asking but maybe you can you can share something
1: and if not then it's fine as well I may have mentioned once or twice <laughs> in or maybe yeah in previous podcasts that uh, I've had a period uh, of my life that was like until last month <laughs> <laughs> that's a, that's a. and that period have started when six years ago okay where I have not slept a single night
0: through yeah that that can be the damaging that yeah. it can be
1: So I was like you know when I when I was waking up in the morning the first thing I was thinking and saying to myself was like oh man, I'm so tired, I'm so exhausted, I feel like a zombie. And you know, literally, when I'm saying this, Mm -hmm. I feel more tired because I have been repeating this. And when you wake up and the first thing that you say to yourself, you're so exhausted, you feel like a zombie. I mean, it's quite difficult to feel fresh and full of energy, right? Mm -hmm. So I started by like, you know, when I wake up, I started to tell myself, you know, if the thought comes, I'm like, I have enough energy to fulfill my life's purpose. That's how I started to kind of think about it. Of course, I was still like at the beginning, I was still feeling like a zombie. So I could not tell myself I'm fresh like a (laughs) bird because that would not work. But I could definitely believe that I have enough energy to do all the things that I'm doing because I have proven it to myself many times. So I could believe that part and it definitely helps. It really helps to start your day if you are telling yourself that you can do it, that you have enough energy. And, you know, I was often like, "Okay, I can do it. I have enough energy, like waking up, for example, at 5 a.m., starting, you know, sitting by the desk and bringing my computer and starting to work on the audio that I was preparing for a podcast. And in 5, 10 minutes, I was so much into it because I really enjoyed doing it that I was forgetting all about the tiredness. But if I just stayed in my, oh, man, I'm so tired, I would just stay in the bed, try to nap more, try to see if I feel less tired in an hour, So,
0: yeah, I think it also have a connection with uh, with the option number two. So set up yourself a vision or some kind of a purpose, because when you know where you are heading or what you want to achieve or what you are. Yeah, basically when we talked about the purpose. So we talked about in the in the second option that you get sometimes motivated by the fact that someone is waiting for the solution for our challenge. And guys, if you have not noticed, Marta is a really, really busy woman with three kids. So it's, it's not really easy to be fresh or uh, energized all the time. So I think that if you have like um overreaching purpose and, and envision vision of yourself, it's way easier. But that is something really interesting that you mentioned, because I think it has also something to do with how our, our mind works. You know, it's like when we are repeating the same things over and over again, we are just staying in the same vicious circle. And that's why the second part of this option is to start dreaming. And that is a really, really big topic you know, how dreams or dreaming about something can influence our reality or our life. But, you know, there is a lot of research if you don't believe in like plain dreaming, because it's, you know, like a little bit out there. But there is a lot of research saying that if you are imagining yourself in a future accomplishing your dream, your brain tunes in into, yeah, making you feel like you already have it. And then this triggers actions, that will help you to achieve it. So basically uh, what you think generates your feelings and your feelings motivates your actions and your actions turn into actual things. And actually this is a really interesting thing because, you know, it's when, when you feel something, you start to act according to what you feel. So if you feel like you can, I don't know, Paul, uh, become a successful musician or start to earn money by music and you start to think about it and you start to dream about it, because for the time being, let's say it's just a dream because you are in a different reality. More and more you think about it, more and more you believe it's true. Yeah. And uh, I remember, Anna, that you have mentioned
1: that it's what helps you stay motivated Mm -hmm. for achieving your goals is this daydreaming, seeing yourself or already being there.
0: Yeah, yeah, definitely it does, because uh, after some time, you know, the barrier between what's real and what's not real gets blurred. But actually, in the end of the day, what's real and what's not real? The mother of all questions. Everything is in your head. That's the truth. It's like whatever is in your head, that's your reality. Yeah, definitely. That
1: that's an interesting idea to explore. You know that your mm-hmm. inner reality creates your outer reality. That's definitely the concepts that I have been, you know, reading about and thinking about, reflecting on. But naturally, my setup is more about taking action. So if I set myself a vision, I always support it by goals and. I stay motivated by, you know, designing the actions that will take me towards those goals. And I basically get motivated by seeing the progress, by seeing that I am coming closer to my goal and therefore reaching my vision. I think it's just very important to set the vision. To know where you're going so that your goals are going towards that vision where you want to be and then designing the actions that you're going to take so that you are, you know, going towards where you want to be in the future.
0: Yeah, but I think that one of the one of the challenges for many, many people who are um, experiencing tiredness. Or having children or having a life when they have to contribute their time and energy to something that it's not necessarily their passion, but maybe something that they earn the money uh, through is to actually take that first step, right? To take that first action. And this is uh, where the fourth option could be really helpful because it's about setting up routines and habits that could potentially help you to get out of some probably wasteful activities that you do every day. because every single one of us do some wasteful shit and that's that's how it is. Yeah. And also
1: sometimes if we don't set up our routine and if we have habits that no longer serve us, we are kind of like, you know, having it very difficult to actually create that time. But when we start planning for having the time to do what we love to do, suddenly the time is there.
0: Yeah, I, I totally agree. And I have to say that you, Marta, you are very good at planning this uh, time slots for the things that you want to do or you would love to do. I'm maybe not so good at it. I know that for me, what helped me uh, was to setting up a morning routine, because I think that it's really important how you start your day. Yeah, I think it's really, uh,
1: really amazing. There was a time in summertime when it's That's like not the
0: summertime, by the way. If you if you are listening now in a summer, we are not recording in a summer.
1: No, and we call it summer time because it should be summer, but there was no summer, but there was summer time.
0: We are living in Denmark. I would just like to uh, yeah. uh, stress it. Yeah.
1: So in summertime when there was no summer <laughs> but there was still time when there was a lot of light and summer <laughs> I mean it that was, was not summer Yeah it was cold summer Yes cruel summer it, but it was more like uh, There was a song cruel summer was it Ace of Base Yes mm, yeah. yeah but yeah. anyway the good yeah. part of the summertime was that uh, there was light early in the morning and at that time I practiced like a really good morning routine Mm-hmm. When I was waking up at five, I had my like a ginger shot and then I was practicing some yoga. And then I was sitting with all our audiophiles and creating our podcasts. And I was just starting my day with something that I love doing. And then like, you know, getting my kids ready and going to work. It was great. My morning routine failed when the summertime has gone away. And <laughs> then there, you know, it was like the winter's coming.
0: Yeah. We have a long winter, guys.
1: Yeah, and then really suddenly long. the light, no, no, the little bit of light started to come out around 9 a.m. So waking up at five, four hours before the tiny bit of
0: sun. Mm-mm. Yeah, I can fully understand that. I actually, I, I think we, we talked about it also in option number one, that the the environment and the weather and the seasons, they really influence us because you know, in the end of the day, we are all biological beings believe it or not okay but we were supposed to encourage Paul <laughs> yes so what 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 I wanted to say okay so even if now there is no summer time and probably if there would be a summer time it would be still a cruel summer uh the fact that there is no no sun can be difficult but I have I think intuitively switched uh, my waking up hour a little bit for a little bit later and usually I was starting and it really worked well for me because before I had this really nasty habit of waking up and the first thing I was doing was checking up my phone. That was the really first thing I was doing. Then I was just waking up, checking up my phone, getting out of my bed, really tired and, you know, reading some, I don't know, notifications, news and just, you know, doing my coffee, have that blah, 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 blah. And then I remember I think it was, I, yeah, it was after I read Mel Robbins' uh, Five Seconds Rule. She was talking about the importance of the morning rituals and routines. So then I actually listened to, to her tips and I have implemented some. So at the beginning I bought myself a regular alarm clock, like this old-fashioned loud as hell, zombie apocalypse, I will wake you up all, alarm clock. And uh, I was waking up, it, it was uh, at the beginning really loud. And I I was not reaching up for my phone like for the first 45 to an hour, you know, 45 minutes to an hour. And I was waking up. I was uh, yeah, drinking some water. Sometimes I was exercising or meditating or whatever shit you are into, but not picking up my phone and just gathering like an energy and some thoughts about how I want my day to go. Was really, really helpful. Really, like it was a, a game changer for me. Yeah, but morning routine definitely a great idea.
1: But if you are a person that is busy juggling your work and taking care of your child, what is a great idea for you is to basically schedule the time where you're gonna deal with your music. And whether it's the best for you in the morning or it's the best in the evening, or maybe you have some times when your son is staying with uh, his mom, then then it's definitely a good idea to schedule for it. So as soon as you get the time for yourself, you know it's there and you are just going for it. And sometimes you just need to start and all the inspiration and creativity is going to come. You just have to give it a try, you know? You you have to give it a chance to Mm -hmm. come to you.
0: Yeah, I think because many times we think, I think at least I had this problem, like for instance, tomorrow I will work on my writing or, uh, you know, in two days I will do this and that. But you don't schedule it. You just think about it. Yeah, I will do it. And then, you know, the day comes and you are just getting easily distracted by other things. I don't know. Someone calls you or you are reading something on the Internet or you forget about it. And, and that, that's how it goes. And then it's too late. You have to go to sleep and you are tired. But if you have it scheduled and I don't know, you know, Different people use different means. You can use a calendar on your computer, on your mobile. You can actually use old-fashioned calendar however you want it. If you have it written down that, let's say, from 6 to 8 in the evening, that's an example, I'm working on my music. And even if you don't feel like or even if you don't feel inspiration, then you can say to yourself, you know, I'm like literally I'm fucking sitting there. And I'm waiting for it to come, but I'm not doing anything else. That's just like booked for that specific thing. And I think that actually really can make a difference. Yeah. And you know, very often when you finally give it a try and you will just start
1: doing it and it comes, just really remember the freaking feeling. Remember how you feel when you have finally done it, so that the next time when you feel tired, uninspired or something, you can bring that feeling back to you to help yourself get motivated and go for it. And it's, you know, it's really about those things like, come on, life's short. Yeah. How do you want to spend your days? And it's like, you know, come on, man, music is what I love. This is what I want to be doing. And OK, maybe during the day I still need to get that job where I have to get my bills paid. But I do have those two hours in the evening where I can do the thing that I love doing and bring more of it, more and more. I, I totally agree.
0: I totally agree. And I think that, uh, you know, I like that message, Marta. It's like you, like, what? Fuck. Not, not you, Paul. Like, what the fuck? Sorry for my language. People, humanos, me. Like, you know, we only have one life and, you know, it's like, why, why do we do things that don't either bring us joy or we just waste our time? It's like, it. I think it's a really, really powerful realization, you know? Yeah. Unless you believe in reincarnation
1: and you know that you will have many more chances to do it, but it's still worthwhile to using
0: that life right now well. I totally agree. However, there is always a chance you will reincarnate as a stone and or, or I don't know, a bush or a tree or a frog. And those those dudes, they cannot make music uh, or maybe they can. But you never know. Actually, yeah, I think we are going too deep again. But yeah, but anyway, you know, it's like, look at it, like, do, do I really want to spend my days like this? Do I really want to like slide from one day to another doing just the regular things and, and, you know, just not doing anything towards my real passion? And as you said, Marta, just, just before, motivation many times comes when you start doing things, not before you do it. It's really, really something amazing. And we talked about it before, like many times, you know, it's like you, you, you need to do something and you don't feel like, and you feel I'm uninspired. I'm not, I don't have it. I don't feel it. Right. And then you sit and you start, I don't know, right create, do something, and then suddenly it just comes one sentence after another, one task after another one, and suddenly you just start doing it.
1: Yeah, I love
0: this, you know, just do
1: it. Give yourself a chance. That was Nike. But Daventry, are you there with us?
2: I'm always here.
1: How do you keep yourself motivated?
2: Mm, uh, I was about to say masturbation, but... uh, (laughs) (laughs) How do I keep myself motivated? I I don't know. It's it's just the fact that I'm very passionate about what I do. So I don't necessarily struggle that much. It comes and goes as well. There's periods that I'm not very inspired, but the majority of time... My passion is bigger than my laziness. So, and I, I am very proactive to try to keep it alive.
1: And how do you proactively keep it alive?
2: I take commitments. I commit myself to do things. And uh, because I know that the, when I have to, I do. So I basically say yes. But so you commit
0: yourself to yourself or do you commit yourself to, to, to other people? like In, in
2: this case, I, I am a musician.
0: Yeah.
2: So uh, are
0: you, uh, excuse me. Are you yeah. Paul?
2: No, I'm not Paul. I'm John. Okay. Or George.
0: Okay, Deventry. I'm
2: Definitely not Ringo. <laughs> That's um, not
0: confusing.
2: <laughs> it's this is the fact that um, you know if I don't commit to something, let's say mu- musically, mm-hmm. if I don't say yes, let's do, let's let's record an album, or let's uh, play in this band, or let's uh, do music with this person, if I don't commit myself, I'm gonna end up in the sofa or in the bodega. <laughs>
0: That's a bodega.
2: Yeah, well, you know, I do commit myself, and that commitment, it makes me, it pushes me to sort of uh, be proactive towards what I like to do.
0: So basically, other people are somehow commitment with other people? Not necessarily
2: with other people, but with music in general, you know? I mean, I play music and I can be forever writing music or forever thinking about doing it, but if I don't say, if I don't put a deadline or if I don't put a I don't take a commitment towards something I can be less proactive towards doing it. Okay. I don't know if I explain myself.
1: But I think that's actually one uh, interesting thing that we people, when we commit to other people, we are much more likely to do something. Yeah. We are not very good at giving ourselves the same credit as to other people. So I think one of the ways to be really uh, successful in getting your things done is to give yourself the same importance and the same credit as to other people. It's like, I love this way, you know, of looking at it. You are the only person with whom you spend every single day of your life from the moment you are born until you die. Take you know, like Unless really. you
0: believe in reincarnation, <laughs> which Marta has pointed out before. But
1: okay, in this life, in this, you know, yes. non-stone uh, kind of um, form. And like, really, <laughs> no you know, <laughs> because you mentioned that you can yeah, reincarnate uh, yeah, you as a so stone. Right. A yeah. Yeah? Yeah. no-frog life, the human life. Yeah, but if we just, you know, taken care of ourselves and treated ourselves like we treat other people. Yeah. Like, you know, I deserve the same kind of respect from myself, as other people do, we would really go
0: far. Yeah, that's true. But, you know, we, we talked about it many times also, you know, treat yourself like your best friend. It's uh, about very, very very good point, you know, self-commitment, but also, you know, being your own best friend, advising yourself like you were your own friend or forgiving yourself like you were your own friend. That's a, That's a really powerful shit, yeah. I agree. And it has a lot to do, especially now when we look at people around or people we commit to, or even if we pretend that we are another person and we commit to ourselves, that has a lot to do with our fifth option, which is, yes, surround yourself with like-minded people. Yeah, that's definitely an awesome,
1: you know, thing to do for yourself. And there is this saying that you become the average of five people with whom you spend most of your time with Marta, who are the five people that you spend the most of your time with? So it's like my husband, you and my three kids. <laughs> I'm thinking if the kids count.
0: That explains a lot, by the
1: way. Yeah, I think so. <laughs> At least they are like joyful.
0: Yes. And <laughs> Some of them are really joyful. Yeah, I, I think actually it's, it's they, they all we, we all have different personalities. Hmm. I wonder how you cope with that.
1: You can see, you know, I'm all kind of weird. But anyway, (laughs) coming back to the point, the people you spend time with, you know, like notice what kind of people you surround yourself with, because spending time with people who are passionate about their dreams and they are going after it is much more likely that you will, you know, get motivated and try to do the same for yourself. Because if you are spending most of your time with people who are like, yeah, man, chillax, you know, you're tired there is so much going on in your life, just, you know, come and let's have a beer in the bodega and you are always using this, you know, kind of excuse that may not be supporting your dreams to come back to the music industry.
0: Yeah, definitely. I would also say that you know, uh, even our closest relationships that we have, you know, I think the relationship with our partner is very important. A uh, Relationship with, um, I don't know, our closest friends or even with our parents or siblings are extremely important. And uh, I think that many times we don't realize how much does it influence the way we see the world. Even if we have like some strong ideas or dreams, we can share our life with with people who are on a totally different uh, vibe and then they can accidentally bring us down. Of course, you can always be like this, you know, kind of freaking ninja fighter
1: that you are like against all odds, you know, you are going after your dreams. But if you are actually struggling with getting out there, you know, getting back there, it could be a really good idea to surround yourself with people who are, you know, like really going for it and so that you can get inspired instead of unmotivated.
0: Yeah, so what would we advise Paul to do? Of course, um, take a look at your closest relations or friendships or people you hang out with and see if they... inspire you or actually maybe uninspire you. That's number one, definitely. I think a second thing that we were thinking about was to see if you can join any groups um, of people or um, any activities or any hobby groups or, or courses when people are doing similar things to you. Yeah. And kind of like
1: when you want to be a musician, I guess very often like collaborating with other people on that uh, musical journey is an option, right? You're not very
0: likely to be like the only one. Uh, You should not be like the entire orchestra, I guess. Like even even our technician, he says that he's a musician. That could be a good idea. Maybe we we can like connect Paul with, with Daventry? That could be an
1: option, but we first, first have to check if Daventry is like an inspiring guy yeah, that's and like true. really
0: going after his dreams. Yeah, because there was something about Sofan and <laughs> I,
2: I am definitely inspired. Okay.
0: Can, can you, you no, inspire no, Paul for us?
2: I, I, I can inspire Paul. I, I will give him a big hug first of all.
0: But then we I don't will... know who he is, so we have to first count on the fact that he will get back to us and that he will want to hug you.
2: Well, Paul, I'm looking after you and I will find you and I will give you that hawk.
0: <laughs> <Nice. laughs> that sounds a bit stalkerish and, <laughs> and <laughs> creepy as well. Sorry. I'm not sure if this is, uh, don't don't sorry us, sorry <laughs> the Paul because he will never, he, he might. Okay, but it, we, we understand what you meant. Yeah. So, uh, but are you surrounding yourself with people that inspire you?
2: Definitely I am.
0: Uh, Is it a conscious decision or it just happens accidentally?
2: No, it it just happened because when you are in a position of inspiration, inspirational people come around you.
0: That's a very good point, actually. It is. But on the other hand, when we have Paul that feels tired and exhausted, so he, let's say, is not in a position of being inspired, how can he meet or attract people who are so they can somehow... You know, help him? Well, uh, definitely he already
1: has an offer from Daventry. That's true. Even it comes with a hug. And, and it's a b-
0: bit creepy, but uh, yeah.
1: But, but, you know, Daventry has told us that he's a musician and he's inspired and he makes commitments. And even the bodega thing doesn't come, you know, his way, uh, like to stop him from achieving his dreams. So Paul, we have the first inspirational person for you.
0: Yes, that's true. Another thing that, for instance, helps me sometimes is to actually listen to some podcasts or watch some videos or read some books about people who have achieved success, that kind of success stories. And you can find plenty of them. And for me, they are extremely inspirational. I know that those are not real people I surround myself with, but those are people with messages that inspire me. Yeah, and that's
1: a really good point. Definitely, you know, that's one of your morning rituals that you could have You, if you feel uninspired and unmotivated when you wake up reading something inspirational or watching something inspirational. That could be one thing. But like really look at your closest circle, because sometimes people, they don't do it intentionally. They don't have to be like, oh, man, being a musician sucks and you couldn't, you can never make good money on it and like be like directly but. But it could be like coming in soft ways, like, come on, man, you're tired and you have a kid and you have a job. Let's just relax. And there's nothing like bad with it Mm -hmm. when you think about it. But if you have friends who are more like, man, you're so skilled as a musician. Let's just go down to the studio and see what you can do. That's a really completely different way, you know, of
0: investing your time and investing exactly. in people. I, I totally agree. And you are right, Marta. It doesn't have to be a very direct uh, message like, you know, music sucks and you shouldn't do it. But, you know, sometimes you can just be with people who have a totally different view on life. And actually, in, in the past, I, I was surrounded with with people who were like, you know, you, you your, your ideas are crazy. They are unrealistic. You know, you have to remember that this and this and this things don't go easy. They just don't come true. You have to do this and that and you know this probably is like a, a little bit delusional and you know those are like a subtle messages but they slowly get to you especially if that is for instance your your boyfriend or your girlfriend so it can really like take you down a little bit. So uh, Paul we have a first person for you you just have to look
1: for four other people and if you need inspiration inspirational people that are not necessarily musicians we will gladly you know help and uh, yeah if if you count us it's like three people so we really hope that those three episodes that we have recorded for you were inspirational Uh, or at least funny and that they have helped you you know with
0: giving you some ideas how you can get back on track. And if you need some more, I would say uh, solid advice, please visit our website because we also have uh, some articles that we have written about this specific challenge that you have and they have probably more data because we are data driven, aren't we? So
1: we are keeping our fingers crossed for you, Paul, because it's never too late, you know, to wake up your calling and go after it. It's Perfectly fine to leave it a bit on the side for a while when you have a child or something else happens in your life. But it, the time is always right, you know, to wake it up. You know, the KFC guy, he started when he was 60 years old and then he became like really rich. What? what? The KFC?
0: That The old grandpa? Yeah. 60? Yeah, I didn't know that. Wow. Yeah, so there's always time. So good luck, Paul. Good luck. And we will hear each other on our next radio show. Bye. Bye
1: Bye-bye.
0: You are listening to You've Got 5 Options Show, where we solve your life challenges. Remember that you can visit
1: our website the5options.com where you can submit your challenge or find our previous challenges.
0: That's all folks!